Welcome to the Queer Confidence Podcast, the podcast to help you become your most confident queer self. I'm your host, he, she, they, Coach Alex Ray, and I haven't always been this confident. In fact, I used to be super insecure. And through this show, I want to share with you what's worked for me, my clients, and my guests so that you can become more confident. Hello, my unicorns. It is so great to be with you today. I am personally just coming out of what has been a very long phase of burnout and exhaustion, Um, and I've learned a lot through it, and I'm ready now to start sharing that with you, and I'm I'm thrilled for this because I'm going to be uh, hosting an event next week, which I would love to have you at. Um, The link will be down in the show notes, and we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end, but um, you know just putting it out there at the beginning so so you know. Uh, I'm thrilled for this because I think what, what this episode is going to re- represent is going to be extremely helpful for so many of you in this modern day of social media and constantly putting on a presentation. No matter how authentic we are online, it's still work. It's still a job. You're still putting out effort, right? Um, It's funny because I've been on this hunt um, for a while. I was looking at like, oh, I don't understand. How do these other like entrepreneurs say that they only work five hours a week and they have these multi-million dollar businesses and I'm over here like, what? This doesn't make any sense to me. I'm struggling with like 80 hours a week. And what I realize also, that's an exaggeration. I don't literally do 80 hours a week. I do 100. No. <laughs> Just whatever. Anyway, look, what I've come to realize is that while many people claim to only work, you know, five hours a week or something, what realistically happens is they have five hours or so of like billable time um, where they're actually working, doing something that pays money. And then the other many, many, many hours throughout the week are spent advertising, marketing, uh, connecting, networking, growing their business. And um, this episode, I promise, will apply to you whether you are an entrepreneur or not. Um, But just hang with me here. And so those are all non-billable hours. And when I used to work in the tech industry, we had projects that we worked on, and sometimes our work was billable, and sometimes it was not billable. And they wanted, you know, an organization wants to make sure their employees in most positions are working as many billable hours as possible and as few non-billable hours as possible because billable hours are directly um, billed to the customer. That's why they're called billable hours versus non-billable hours are like the administrative things that they can't charge for that just has to come out of the revenue the company generates. And so when we think about ourselves today, whether or not you are an entrepreneur or whether you are just on social media for, um, for fun, know that you are still running a business of sorts. And so if you don't have a financial transaction you're looking for on social media, if instead you have an emotional transaction you're looking for, you're looking to be um, encouraged 
online, supported online. You're looking to seek the admiration of others online. You're looking to get just basic human needs of connection um, through your time spent online. Realize that that is, in a way, like these this concept of billable versus non-billable hours, right? Like your time on there, you are getting paid for in affection, in support, in adoration, in praise, in connection with others. And if you're an entrepreneur, then like you're probably going on social media looking to get a financial return. And those other things are maybe just some benefits, but not actually what you're looking for. Um, and so then they would be for you probably non-billable versus someone that is wanting is not an entrepreneur, not advertising a business online. That's in a way it's like a billable hour, right? You spend an hour um posing for the perfect selfie or taking the best video of you and your significant other on some kind of vacation. And then you're sharing that with the world to see so that you can get a return, an emotional return from that um of praise of maybe their your audience is a little bit jealous they wish that they were there they're they're fascinated by you either situation your time on social media you showing up there is you performing you are performing on a stage now you may be performing something that's completely authentic to you like you're having a genuinely um, wonderful time with your partner on vacation. Or maybe you are performing something that is inauthentic to you. You are taking a selfie with your your dog on the edge of a cliff um, with a beautiful sunset in the background, and you're wanting everyone to think, oh my gosh, I wish I had that life, that I could be on that beach in sunset. And really, you ran with your dog to that spot, took the photo and left and actually spent zero time relaxing or enjoying it. It doesn't matter whether or not, you know, for this conversation, it really does not matter whether or not what you are performing to the world is genuine and authentic or completely made up. Either way, performance is labor. Performance requires effort and work from you. And um, when we have social media, as opposed to maybe performing on a literal stage, that phone travels with you everywhere. The internet goes with you anywhere and everywhere. And so that's a wonderful blessing in a lot of ways that you can perform and get that adoration that you want from people. And it also becomes an addiction because we need community. We need to have that support from others. And you just might be finding it in a way that is not as effective or as sustainable as you set out to create. And so when we are constantly on stage, constantly performing without a break, because the phone is with you 24-7, you may do what I had done and make up this pressure in your head that all of your time awake needs to be a performance. All of your time awake is an opportunity to be online, to be getting back financially or emotionally through labor that you put in through your virtual online stage. Now, 
having clear boundaries is very easy when you are performing in person. Because for a drag queen, for example, if you are not dressed up in makeup and on that stage with the spotlight on and the music going, you are not performing. If you have removed the makeup, taken off the outfit, gone, like packed your bags and you are out of there, you are off. You have literally stepped off stage and the performance has ended. You are no longer needing to put on um, an act. You no longer need to put out effort. You are no longer laboring. With social media, you have the opportunity to be on stage 24-7 and to turn all of your life, even your lunch, into a performance for the world to see. And this is the trap that I had found myself in and have been working on peeling away from. And you may have noticed, probably you didn't because who cares? No one notices but ourselves. Um, But I've peeled away from social media a lot over the last six months or so. Um, My move, of course, was part of the reason I was really busy at first just handling things here in person um, and didn't have this excess time to be spending online. But then I got what I was looking for out of that time away from social media. I got the rest. I got the satisfaction that I had been yearning for and didn't realize was so connected to social media. I mean, it was there. I'd seen it for the last couple of years, but nowhere near the extent that I've seen it now that I've taken some time away and stepped off the stage like very intentionally. So, my friend, here's what I want to recommend for you. If you're finding yourself in that spiral of like, oh my God, yeah, I find that all of my life has now become a performance. I don't feel like I get to take a break. I want you to first realize how ridiculous that would be if this was any other kind of career, right? Think about a plumber. We would not expect a plumber to be working on pipes 24-7. Like every time that they're awake, they should not be working. They should actually just have a limited window of working hours and then be able to go home and, you know, sit, watch Netflix and jerk off. A therapist is doing emotional labor, right? And so this is a little closer to to what we're talking about here. A therapist, though, at least has clock in. Here I am with clients that pay me, and then I clock out. I'm no longer working, right? And me as a coach, my, my job is very similar. However, with social media, what many of us have done is created often a second, third, or maybe it's your only job where you are on stage performing all of the time in order to, again, get either emotional, uh, an emotional payment back or to advertise your business where you get actual dollars back. It's time to create separation for yourself. It's time to separate on stage and off stage you. Without that delineation, 
relaxation time becomes working time. Your salad that you just made for lunch becomes an opportunity to post about it online and show off to the world what a wonderful, healthy person you are. You're performing health, right? Or your time working now becomes something that should be more pleasurable, where we we talk all about... <laughs> We talk all about, oh, you should enjoy your work, right? So, okay, well, then now the time that you have on social media isn't allowed to be this performance that's kind of removed from your life. Now it has to be like fun and now it needs to be not labor. It needs to be relaxing. And so you end up setting yourself up for these false expectations that work isn't supposed to require labor. Whereas we can clearly see that with those two other jobs that I used earlier, like a therapist, clearly they are working. There is some effort being put in here. It's not just supposed to just be fun and like, oh, they just sit back and people just come visit them and talk about their problems and they go, uh-huh, well, that's nice. I'm over here eating Cheetos and not really paying attention. Or a plumber, right? We wouldn't expect them to be like, oh, well, you know, I just... I just have fun and enjoy my work, and that's what working is to me. It's just having fun. So I'm going to go enjoy myself. I'm going to go enjoy my life sitting next to your pipes, and they'll fix themselves. Right? That is ridiculous. And yet, oftentimes, when we approach work as an entrepreneur, or honestly, like most of our generation, as um, most of the millennial generation and Gen Z and younger, right, are approaching work from the standpoint of, oh, work is just supposed to be this natural extension of life. And in many ways, I think there are some some parts of that that are wonderful, right? Um, our grandparents perhaps worked a job that they hated and were miserable in, in order to make money so that they could retire and enjoy their life after 65, Many of us have said, fuck that, we don't want that. And I think that's a great thing to not want that. But also, can we do something that we enjoy without pretending that it's not work? Can we enjoy work and label it as such? Can it be distinctly different and enjoyable? Distinctly different from our time off the clock, our time just enjoying and living life, and it still be enjoyable. And I say yes, it absolutely can. I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. And so what I want to <laughs> want to offer you to you today is to start thinking about how you present yourself online and the pressures that you put yourself uh, put on yourself to be working 24-7. Notice that this is not sustainable or realistic in any other occupation. Realize that even if you're not an entrepreneur and you're using social media just for fun, it is still labor, it is still effort that you are putting it out. And so treat it like such. Put up some some boundaries, some limits for yourself, some um, some standards for how you're going to spend your time there. And begin to separate yourself into the on-the-clock and off-the-clock you. And again, it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice authenticity. It's just that you give yourself a conscious switch of, oh, I am on-the-clock 
so to speak, when I am on social media. I am off the clock when I step away. Um, because when you have clear roles, the performer side of you, the side that likes to put on this show, even again, it can be very authentic, but the side of you that puts on this show gets to have a really clear picture of, oh, it's my time to to shine. It's my time to perform. It's my time to step up to that stage, step into the spotlight and put on the show. And that performer side of you, just like any actor, needs some clear roles, needs a clear character sketch, needs a clear like script to follow. And then when you step off stage, you get plenty of opportunity to not be in a role, but to just be playing, to be more whimsical, to be more free-spirited, to just be living in the moment, relaxing and enjoying life. Behind the scenes, you do need support in order to be able to <laughs> do, do all of this performing. My friend, all of us have started expecting more from ourselves now than we did before. I, life was simpler years ago when we didn't have the internet. And it's become simpler in new ways. We have new conveniences like uber or doordash right (laughs) things are at our fingertips but we've always kept ourselves our time filled we've always kept ourselves busy and we will continue to do that and so i think it takes a lot of intentionality around finding support for yourself emotionally as you do this labor that you are um not necessarily being compensated for online so if you want that support if you want to have some help working through this mentally and have some more tools to work through this on the clock versus off the clock you i want to invite you to an event i'm hosting next week online called off stage and it's going to be a really fine interactive just one hour workshop to apply these concepts to your life and to find more of your onstage uh, persona, give that persona a role and your offstage, just relaxed, authentic you. And to be able to have a clear delineation so that you can perform without getting burnt out and exhausted from it. And you can relax without feeling like your relaxation time needs to be turned into a commodity to display out to the world through social media. If that sounds interesting to you, I would love to have you next week at Off Stage. It's a really fun one-hour workshop where we're going to work through all these things that you, so that you can have that clear script for your performer and some clear relaxation time off the stage. The event is basically free. It's $7 which is just a fun way of paying me for my time because it is work, it is labor, right? And seven bucks, anyone can can do that, right? This is like you trade a coffee, basically, for a fun little hour together where we're going to get really clear on how you can have some boundaries that will keep you from burning out, getting exhausted, and hustling 
with a character that may be feeling less and less authentic by the day. I know that's where I found myself, and creating this delineation was so helpful for me. So I'm thrilled to be doing the same for you, my friend. I'll see you next week at Offstage or on the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend so they too can become more confident. You can also help more people find the show by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. And if you want to become a more confident queer with support from yours truly, head to coachalexray.com or use the link down in the show notes. I'm looking forward to working with you.